Welcome to this week's Technocast brought to you by the National TUP SSO Franchise Owners Association. My name is Joe Gall. I have three stores in South Florida. Today I want to talk to you about AT&T UVerse and DirecTV. Um, UVerse and DirecTV have been very good CRS accounts for us over the years in our network. Nobody can deny that. In the beginning, we were allowed to use bubble wrap and popcorn and whatever box we chose. We used to actually ship out every order separately so every customer would know exactly when their units were received by AT&T. Think about the cost of the packing materials. A little bit of bubble, a little bit of peanuts, a smaller box, and uh, a few minutes of labor. Altogether, I'm guessing maybe a dollar or so in costs to process one order. I remember having timed races to uh, start from, from start to finish with my associates. The only slowdown was our Bogdan POS. If the store was slow, we would, of course, engage a bit more with the customer. Uh, but still, the process was pretty quick and profitable. Um, I remember getting a four to $5,000 PRP work order payment in my best store in a month. I remember some stores bragging about an eight to 10,000 payment each month. And then came the inserts. The bubble and the popcorn went away, but so did a lot of the pure profit. Over the years, the price of inserts gradually increased and our compensation gradually decreased. Four inserts and a logoed 16 cube box cost more than $11 now, and that's not including labor. The workflow with the customer is definitely easier, thus reducing the labor time at the counter. Um, this in and out, this easy in and out gives us a great look. Uh, it's a great look for us for uh, to our customers. On the downside of being easy, we don't engage as much. I'm not sure how many of these people become our customers, but I, I know at least some do. CRS accounts like these are a big part of what separates us from other ASOs or independent stores. That one magical day a month, usually around the 17th or 18th, we get a rather large PRP payment. Those commissions and work order payments are other independents don't get, and hopefully will never get if these CRS companies give us the exclusive. According to Home Office, we as a whole are screwing up. We were graded a D minus. They were not clear as usual to what constituted that grade. In school, a D minus was barely passing. Are we in danger of losing this account? Some would say, who cares, let it go. Our profit has dwindled to barely nothing. Others would say, we need to keep it. Some profits better than nothing. Everyone should say that new faces are coming into the store every day and that's good for us, regardless of the low, prof uh, low profit margin. They are way better than drop-off customers. Uh, they appreciate us more. We are the official closing of the door with AT&T. Happy times. So why screw this up, people? The instructions are right there on your POS screen on every single transaction. You can see and print out which units get inserts and which are consolidated or with which ones have lithium batteries. I don't think that's the problem. The problem is how you organize them in your back room. They can stack up pretty quickly if you don't pack them all day as you go. It's real easy to mix up the insert pile with the consolidated pile. Our stores are on the small side and we don't have that ton of room to store them. The biggest problem I have with the pile of units is we don't have any way to go back and check if, they were, if there was a mistake made. It's really easy for anyone to get confused or mix one up once in a while especially a newer associate. We should have a way to scan a barcode and tell us where, whether or not it's a consolidated or an insert. When in doubt, we guess. If we guess wrong, we could get a nasty gram from home office. On that note, the process should be easier to get information for a customer that lost their receipt. 
I've called the CRS department only to be told to tell our customer that they're out of luck. Other times I've called and they help me out immediately. Pretty inconsistent. I found that emailing them works the best. Um, this is certainly a hot topic on the source. The general consensus is, is we don't want to lose this account. Those stores around the network are reporting some of the problems. Some stores are mixing up <clears throat> the units, as I mentioned earlier. I myself have been guilty of this in uh, my stores and have received the appropriate nasty gram from home office and my area office. I re recently uh, threatened to shave the heads of every employee that it happened, if it ever happened again. I think the guy that screwed it up this time actually already has a shaved head, so I'll have to think of um, some other form of punishment. But some stores aren't using 16 cubes. They're using 18s or 14s or whatever they feel like it. Some stores are still using peanuts. Some stores are combining AT&T and DirecTV units together in the same box. They're supposed to go to different places and it must cost them money to correct the problem. I'm not sure if recording the correct size and weight are a problem, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, UPS is billing them correctly. I'm sure they get a hefty down discount anyway, but really that's none of our concern. Uh, to quote Shirley on this source, these are speculation, but let's say for the sake of argument that they are true. If they are true and we have a D minus, then I consider that a flaw of both the stores and of home office. Clearly all these items can be tracked immediately and immediately to the store who made the error. Uh, errors such as these should be addressed early and often. Now back in the day, we used to have, if we entered an incorrect dimension or weight, or if we didn't pack the units within 24 hours, back when we could pack and ship immediately, we would get a nasty gram from our area office. So if they could do it then, then they could be doing it now to keep us on track. Home office is quadruple dipping on this account. Off the top, royalties, box kickback, insert kickbacks. They should be held accountable for keeping us in the safe zone. Supposedly, home office is not going to make a network blast, but rather just send letters from legal to stores in violation. I think this is a mistake, that we should be made aware of the concern that stores who have problems will be dealt with and with individually and thanking the rest of us stores for doing a good job. You know, a pat on the head once in a while would be nice to let us know we are being good little boys and girls. There are some shortcuts that some stores do, like combining two or four units of the small direct TV units into one insert and then putting it into a 16-16-4 box and processing it as four units. <clears throat> Logically, that makes a ton of sense, even though the rules say we shouldn't do it that way. If one unit makes it fine, then 40 units equaling that size of the one other unit should make it fine too, right? On the surface, it seems like a great idea, but are we in jeopardy of losing this account because of cheating the rules? I like the idea because it increases our profit margin. I mean, it's an $8 savings if you, you know, take three inserts plus the, um, the box. But again, I'm not sure if this is affecting our score, if this is jeopardizing our account. My guess is that we will soon be required to put multiple small units in one insert and lose more compensation. That's down the road, just a prediction. Um, so what, are the, what, what do they do with these cable boxes anyway? Nobody in all these years ever told me one way or the other. Do they reuse them or better yet, do they just recycle the electronic pieces? Do they really need the nasty cords or the chewed up remotes back? Do the receiving people really care if our logo is on the box? I'm only thinking of two entities that do care, one that manufactures the materials and one that sells us the materials. Whatever, I don't like to think about that reality. It just aggravates me. 
Jackie from the source said it best. The instructions are clear. Do it the way it's instructed. I lost $7,000 a month in Verizon from stores not following directions. So I'm not happy with the idea of losing AT&T due to some due to lack of following directions. I know stores not using the right size box, not taping UPS branded boxes, or not using UPS branded boxes, not using inserts, etc. And thinking since no one says anything to them, they're getting away with it. That isn't usually the way life works, I found. I'm hoping that they'll, they will share part of their commissions with me after we lose AT&T. Well said, Jackie. With Amazon 360 on the horizon, we as a franchise better get our sorting issues worked out. Warren on the source also said, I don't know if AT&T is telling the home office how we're not meeting their expectations, but the home office isn't telling us how. You know, we are being graded past fail on this. It would be nice to correct our work. There is no way of, to blame the guilty associate. Everyone gets yelled at. The whole team gets to run a lap for one bonehead mistake. If you don't read the source posts regularly, you are definitely missing out on some good, if not critical information, especially on this topic. There have been several posts about this issue that go into uh, much deeper specifics. Anyone will clearly learn from it. I personally cut and paste many posts for my associates to read and to learn from. Okay, thanks you, thank you for listening to this week's Technocast. I hope you enjoyed my opinions and insights. If you have any topic you would like to hear or better yet want to talk to the network about, please email me at store4096. Have a great day.